What's up, guys? It's Agent26 of Agent26Beats.com, and I am back with another episode of the Turning Artists into Entrepreneurs podcast. Um, so glad you could be here. I uh, hope you guys are having a good Friday. It is Friday, right? Yeah, Friday the 31st, man. We are almost into what I call official summer. If you live on the West Coast like I do, um, we have not been having summer weather at all. It's been chilly as hell at night. Well, maybe not chilly as hell, but chilly as Arctic. I don't know. It's been chilly. Um, so uh, a lot has been going on um, lately uh, with things. Um, I put up a post uh, the other day about uh, it was kind of a financial literacy conversation that I was um, having. And I just wanted to kind of speak more on that. So today's podcast is going to be about just, you know, getting your money right, uh, all the while trying to build your music business. But before I get into all that, let us now have a word from our sponsor. We'll be right back. All right, so we're back. Like I was saying, you know, today's post, I wanted to talk about financial literacy. And to me, there is definitely uh, this idea that everyone that I've come into contact with at the unknown level, uh, and even at the like up and coming level has that like, oh, I'm going to get on and I'm going to become, you know, really successful. And then I'm going to like get my money right and like buy real estate and you know do just all of the things that people you know kind of kind of have money we associate with like being one percenters and you know i could each topic i'm going to kind of gloss over i could do a whole you know podcast on and i may do that in the future um especially if uh you guys respond positively to this one um so i'm not gonna you know go deep into the nuts and bolts of like each thing but I, I do want to spend this time debunking this myth that you need to get your money right after you get like your big deal, whether that's a, a publishing deal if you're a producer or you know a label gives you a, a deal as an artist. You don't have to wait. Um, there's no reason that you should be an adult and having like no credit. Or like a 400 credit score. There's no reason to be maxing out credit cards and to ha- not have any money saved, to not understand how to, you know, buy things that appreciate and value and things that you know can make you money along the way. Like there's nothing wrong with being that. I mean, I'm not I'm not an odds guy. I'm not one of those people that'll tell you like, oh, you know, the odds of you making it or whatever, whatever. I don't even know what the odds are, but. Um, you guys who've been listening to my podcast for a long time know, like, you know, I've, I've been, you know, a, you know, a lifelong entertainer myself. And, you know, I didn't do this stuff when I was younger. Um, I recently uh, was, was, you know, found out that I am 100% debt free and I'm 27 years old. Um, no student loans, no outstanding credit card, anything. It's like fully debt free. And I got to tell you, you know, there's a position of power that, that you can take as someone who's financially organized and uh, stable. And I don't think people understand that like, you know, walking into a studio where I'm not necessarily 
the guy. I'm not the man in the room. But not needing anyone to co-sign me or to give me something because I'm, I need bus fare to get home is a powerful feeling. I think going into a label meeting as an artist and like being desperate for their approval and desperate for their money, I think it shows. I think it looks bad. I don't think anyone likes to help desperate people. I think that I think the people who get help are the ones who don't look like they need it and don't act like they need it. It's one of those things like, you know, you you know, fellas, you guys, you know, you guys know we're not really attracted to the girls who like need a man. Like that's not that's not appealing to us. Uh, at least most of us, I think. Um, you like to be around women that like that love men, obviously, but that don't feel like desperately like they just gotta have a man, quote unquote. So like. I think it's the same thing, you know, when you're, when you're you're working on collabs or you're, you know, trying to, you know, produce an artist or whatever the case may be, your energy is different when you don't need. And a lot of that comes from, you know, getting away from, oh, just wait until I blow up, man, just wait. And instead of just trying to, to, you know, to put a, a hold on when you're going to get your finances together, really attacking it. Most of us have to, you know, work a job, you know, um, to maintain uh, our living while we're doing all, all that we're doing. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's people who have placements, you know, um, with Nicki Minaj and like, you know, Wayne or Drake placements, and they still got to go work at the car wash. And there's nothing to be disrespectful towards those people about. It's admirable even. And I think this, this is idea that like, oh, I, I'll get it all together later and like no it's you should you should these should be goals that you have personally right now you know it, it, it at some point you know we have to operate differently financially we have to stop you know using one bank account our same the same college checking account that we got when we were freshmen at 18 and not carry that with us when we're 25 like understanding that there are different types of accounts understanding what annual yield percentage is understanding what um, what it means to invest, uh, understanding uh, certain types of peer-to-peer lending, understanding, you know, investing in real estate, you know, getting into a space where like, you're like, oh crap, I don't have to be extremely wealthy to do this. Like you can develop an investment portfolio all the while working on your stuff because until it can support you solely, it's a side hustle, you know, as much as we want to, you know, oh, this is the main thing. It's a side hustle until it can until it on its own can provide you and your family with the living needs that you want, it is what it is. So, you know, it's not going to give you health insurance yet. So um, I just think it's, it's so important to get yourself in a good space because you, you know, I understand there's a lot of people out there that, that talk about, you know, you know, huffing it, you know what I mean? Living in a studio apartment with like four other people. Everybody just in a sleeping uh, blanket or whatever, the sleeping bag or whatever, and, and just trying to entrepreneur it out. If that's your vibe, I don't want to kill that vibe. You know what I mean? Do do it. Do what you feel is best uh, for your situation. But I would advise that like you don't have to live like that to chase your dream. Like you know, you can start businesses. You know, for nine hundred dollars. Like there's people who like you know, uh, want to start like digital companies and, and, and stuff like that. And they cost, you know, these hundreds of thousands of dollars to do. And it's because they see people, you know, like 
The Rock or Kevin Hart. They got like all these different promotional companies. So people feel like, oh, well, these guys got it. You know, well, they, got, they got everything right on paper. It looks like, well, you know what? I should I should do what they're doing. And when you get to that level, the scale of what you do is obviously much larger. Um, but that is, that's not to say that at your scale, let's say you make, you know, $40,000 a year, that it's not to say that you can't operate in a similar fashion, that you can't say that you can't, you know, there, I mean, there's companies you can start for four or $500 or not companies, I'm sorry, businesses, you can start for four or $500, you know, um, and there's all types, you know, from drop shipping to, um, investing in, uh, I mean, uh, you could do the flipping, the stuff, the, the reselling, like eBay type things. You could do uh, it's, it's a number of things, just a simple Google search. You have businesses that you can start for under $1,000. And you'd be surprised what comes up. And if something piques your interest, by all means, to do that. Like you're not going to, like you're not going to regret doing the things that people do when they're successful now. You feel what I'm saying? Like, you're not going to like like a lot of people know that Rick Ross like owns like a bunch of wing stops, right? He's like a franchiser or a franchisee of like Wingstop. And to franchise is basically to spend that six figures to just run and own this location. And you, you take obviously Wingstop, the company still takes their money, but like you, you get a huge portion of the profit that's there. And you have to be able to manage it, maintain and, and uh, if it's already a good one and or get rid of the bad eggs and, you know, build it back up so that it can make you the money that it needs to, you know? And I'm not saying we need to be trying to buy wing stops, but I am saying that that kind of move can be made at the entry level. There's a lot of people that are into music that already have full-time careers that like want to be musicians, but there's nothing wrong with that. But don't think that like, like as an artist, like people know that like touring is how you make you make your money. That's how you get paid, you know. Um, and if there ever was something to happen where like the sales weren't coming in, the things weren't coming in, imagine the the, the feeling you have knowing, you know what, um, your tour's looking a little light. I'm only kind of booking hundred, hundred seat, you know, clubs or whatever the case may be. I'm not quite a draw yet. Fine, no big deal. Knowing that you have these other things to fall back on is great. I mean, I mean, look at any new, you know, colored dreads rapper. These guys are spending money like it's always going to be there. And maybe it is. I don't know who's 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 going to be the guy that's going to transcend this uh, era of hip hop that we're in. But I do know that these guys working on financial literacy would do them some good. I mean, I'm like, I'm, there's nothing wrong with, you know, looking how you look and being crazy and you know um, not giving an f so i don't make a it's an explicit podcast uh but there's nothing wrong with like having that persona but like you know when when it's time to take out all the piercings and and you know uh you know be a be a human being again you know you gotta gotta work on your stuff man so i really hope that this kind of just sparks some curiosity you know into ways that you guys can if you're not already doing it, of course, if you're already doing it, then bravo. But if you're, not, if you're not doing it at all, if like you don't even know how to check your credit score, you know what I mean? It's stuff like stuff like that shouldn't be happening. Um, you got to be on top of this. If you're a student, if you're in college or whatever, 
know about your loans, understand, you know, paying them back. Um, just get, get to get to a space where like it's not just a matter of I'm trying to overcome the odds and like be this whatever, but also I'm building the foundation to make to make something out of myself without just you know, my identity is not locked into me being an artist. You know, I can be many things. And there's nothing wrong with being uh, a financial mogul uh, in your own right. So, uh, like I said, I, the, the podcast is called Turning Our Artists into Entrepreneurs. And entrepreneurs have their money right. So, um, I hope this guy, this message finds you well, like I always say. And uh, I will talk to you guys on the next one. Have a good Friday. Peace.